Hello to all of our listeners. This is Allie, one of the producers of the podcast from PJ Library. Before we begin, we just wanted to add a quick note to this week's episode. We recorded Rita's story a few months ago before the new coronavirus, COVID-19, was in the news. We want all of our friends and listeners to stay safe and happy this Passover. To help you host a theater while social distancing, we will be sharing resources at pjlibrary.org and facebook.com slash pjlibrary. Every day, we also share virtual story times, field trips, author visits, craft-alongs, and more on our Facebook page. Now, let's jump into the studio, and don't worry, everyone is staying six feet apart and practicing safe social distancing as they record. Don't adjust your volume, friends. It's time for another mini-season episode of Have I Got a Story for You? I'm your narrator, Rita Toomey, and I'm taking a break from shopping for my upcoming Seder to introduce this week's special mini-episode to you. Do you remember Al, our sound engineer? A few months ago, we helped him learn the Hanukkah story, and today I want to share with you a really special talk we had about saying the four questions at the Seder. Let's get ready to listen in. Another one in the books, Al. Yeah. I'm really excited about how that Passover episode turned out. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear it. Can you start editing it tonight? Oh, you know it. So what's next on the agenda? Uh, We're actually all wrapped up for this week. Mm. Uh, But... But? But what? Well, here's the thing. Listening in on that story, I... uh, Well, Uh what I really want to do is... I mean... I... Al, just, just out with it. Whatever it is. Okay. Well, I've never gotten to say the four questions at Seder. I'm not even sure how to say them. And this is on your mind because you heard our last guests singing them? Yeah. I was fiddling with that clip as we cleaned up. Oh, that that makes sense. Al, you could say the four questions at my Seder this year. What? Really? <laughs> oh, Rita, that would mean the world to me. Our family Seders were always so big and hectic and wonderful in a lot of ways, but... I'm exactly in the middle of all my siblings and cousins, so I never actually got a turn. And these days, it it doesn't seem right to barge in and ask for a turn when the kids are so excited, you know? Don't want to take it away from them. Well, this year, you're hanging out with me, my ferret Felicia, and a few friends at our cozy vegetarian Seder, and I will make sure that you get a chance to say the four questions. In fact, I am... Texting someone special right now to see if they can run over and make a recording for you to practice with. Excellent. Oh, maybe I can also share with listeners just in case anyone wants to learn too. Oh, <laughs> Rita, you know what? What's up? I left the record button on this whole time. <laughs> oh, Al. Oh, hey, I have an idea. Will you answer a few questions about the four questions for the folks at home? Sure, I'll do my best. Oh, great. Ah, double great. Oh, Al, there is no question. You're going to be the best four-question reciter at any Seder I've ever hosted. Woohoo! But isn't this the first time you're hosting? Never mind all that. Hmm. You had some questions about the four questions, right? Okay. The first one I have is, why do we say the four questions? Passover is a wonderful time to ask questions. Asking questions out loud and answering questions in ways that tell our own stories are both signs of being a free person. 
Traditionally, the youngest person or people at the table get to ask the four questions if they're willing and able to do so, of course. These questions are introduced with the Hebrew phrase ma nishtna, which means what is different. Oh. Okay, here's my next one. Uh, not for me, obviously, but maybe for some of the kids listening. What do you do if you get too nervous to say the questions? Oh, I mean, you can always read them with a buddy, act them out, or pick someone to help you read. It's also so okay to pass on your turn or invite the whole family to read the questions together. Hmm. Anything else, Al? Um, hmm. Well, I think I'm good for now. I'm ready to start practicing. And I know if I forget that PJ Library has a bunch of how-tos on their Passover page, too. Well, all right then. Let's cut here and add in the practice recording of how to say the four questions. Stick around until the end, though. We've also included an extra special surprise that will make the kids at your Seder smile for sure. Hi, I'm Lori, and this is how to say the four questions. Why is this night different from all others? On all other nights, we can eat chametz, bread that rises when it bakes. Why tonight do we eat only the flatbread matzah? On all other nights, we eat any kind of vegetables. Why tonight do we eat bitter vegetables, maror? On all other nights, we don't need to dip our food into a sauce even one time. Why tonight do we dip foods two times? On all other nights, we eat sitting up straight or leaning. Why tonight do we make sure to eat leaning to our left? Here's it in Hebrew. Ma nishtana halayla hazeh mikol halilot. Shebechol halilot anu ochlim chametz umatza. Halayla hazeh kulo matza. Shebechol halilot anu ochlin shear yerakot. Halayla hazeh maror. Shebechol halilot en anu matbilin afilu paam echat. Halayla hazeh here are the four questions singing it. Shebechol halilot anu ochlin chametzu matza chametzu matza halayla hazeh halayla hazeh kulo matza halayla hazeh halayla hazeh kulo matza. Shebechol halilot anu ochlin she'ar yerakot she'ar yerakot halayla hazeh halayla hazeh maror maror halayla hazeh halayla hazeh maror maror. Shebechol halilot en anu matbilin afilu pam echad afilu pam echad 
הזה שתי פעמים. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, שתי פעמים. שבכל הלילות אנו אוכלים בין יושבים ובין מסובים. בין יושבים ובין מסובים. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, כולנו מסובים. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, כולנו מסובים. Thanks for the practice clips, Lori. And thanks to you, everyone, for listening this week and helping me get ready for Rita's Seder. Before we go, I'd like to share a favorite Passover tradition from my family. My nieces and nephews love to read this very Dr. Seuss-like poem from Uncle Ellie's Passover Haggadah every year. Here it goes. The Four Questions. Why is it only on Passover night we never know how to do anything right? We don't eat our meals in the usual ways, the ways that we do on all other days. Because on all other nights, we may eat all kinds of wonderful, good, bready treats, like big purple pizza that tastes like a pickle, crumbly crackers and pink pumpernickel, and sassafras sandwich and tiger on rye, 50 falafels and pita fresh fried, with peanut butter and tangerine sauce spread onto each side, up and down, then across, and toasted whole wheat bread with liver and ducks and crumpets and ducklings and bagels and locks, and donuts with one hole and donuts with four, and cakes with six layers and windows and doors. Yes, on all other nights we eat all kinds of bread, but tonight of all nights we eat matzah instead. And on all other nights we devour vegetables, green things, and bushes and flowers, lettuce that's leafy, and candy-striped spinach, fresh, silly celery, have more when you're finished, cabbage that's flown from the jungles of Nome by a polka-dot bird who can't find his way home, daisies and roses and inside-out grass and artichoke hearts that are simply first-class, sixty asparagus tips served in glasses with anchovy sauce and some sticky molasses. But on Passover night, you would never consider eating an herb that wasn't all bitter. And on all other nights, you would probably flip if anyone asked you how often you dip. On some days, I only dip one bup-bup egg in a teaspoon of vinegar mixed with nutmeg. But sometimes we take more than 10,000 tails of the yakety birds that are hunted in whales. And we dip them in vats full of mumbagum juice. Then we feed them to Harold, our six-legged moose. Or we don't dip at all. We don't ask your advice. So why on this night do we have to dip twice? And on all other nights, we can sit as we please. On our heads, on our elbows, our backs, on our knees, or hang by our toes from the tail of a glump. Or on top of a camel with one or two humps. With our foot on the table, our nose on the floor. With one ear out the window and one out the door. Doing somersaults over the greasy knishes or dancing a jig uh, without breaking the dishes. Yes, on all other nights, you sit nicely when dining. So why on this night must it all be reclining? Who says the four questions in your family? Do you have a special tradition during your family Seder that you'd like to tell us about? Don't forget, you can email us or send us a voicemail from gotastorypodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
and let's share stories again together soon. <laughs>